and welcome to episode 51 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Before you even get to the video piece, you've got to do some foundational work on your own stuff. So the first thing is know you as a human. The second thing is know who your client is. And if you're not quite sure, maybe your client is like, you're not sure where that's going to be. Start with like, where are you the most connected right now in an online community? Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray. And in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by my good friend, Molly Mahoney, who's going to be sharing with us how to drive more traffic and sales with live video, whether that is through foundational work, through messenger bots and other tactics. This is an awesome episode and I can't wait to share it with you. But first, looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Oh, darling, would you like to go to the jazz club tonight? Oh, it sounds such a lovely thing to do. But love, we can't do that because of social distancing. So we're just going to have to put it on the wireless instead. Okay, love. Let's do that then. episodes this particular episode has been recorded a few weeks ago and if you're listening in the future this is in the midst of the coronavirus epidemic and basically the world is in lockdown Uh, so just to let you know about that and also to let you know I've come across a new tool called TriCast and this enables me to record my guest on their end so the audio quality is a lot better so let me know what you think I think the audio quality is significantly better so that's another one of my tools that I've been able to put into my toolbox, as well as Ecom Live, StreamYard, Adobe Audition, all those kinds of things. But enough of me, let's get on with the episode with Molly. This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! 
Hello, it's Ian Hunter Gray for episode 51 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. I've got Molly Mahoney on the show today talking about how to drive more traffic and sales with live video. That's definitely something that we, many of us, need help with. So I'm really excited about that. And I don't often get the chance to hang out with Molly. It's usually only once a year at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. So now I'm going to get the opportunity to to hang out with Molly, which is great. But first, it's time for my first sponsor. And I'm trying to find the button. Here we go. The first sponsor today is StreamYard, which is one of the tools I'm using today. StreamYard is my top recommended live video streaming tool as a web app because it works in your browser and it works for Macs or PCs, which is great. And it's so incredibly simple to use. It has so many amazing features, such as being able to highlight comments on the screen, add your own titles. You can have up to five guests on your show without any extra software, which is cool. You can also be able to share your screen and also your guests can do that too. So that's great for those how-to videos. You can add your own brand colors. You can stream to Facebook, Periscope, LinkedIn Live, YouTube, pretty much all of the networks out there. And now you can use green screens. They've just added that. All of that is on the free version of StreamYard. Now, if you go for one of the paid plans, they've got even more features, such as being able to add your own logo, overlays, backgrounds, videos, and you can multicast, which is very posh, to up to five destinations. So if you want to find out more, you just need to go to iag.me forward slash StreamYard. They've got a free trial and obviously a free plan as well. So check it out. Just go to iag.me forward slash StreamYard. So I'm excited to have Molly Mahoney on the show. Molly is a digital strategist who specializes in creating authentic Facebook video content and leveraging bots to skyrocket sales. After her video reached 1 million organically, she developed her signature go live and monetized glam method. She's been featured in Inc. Magazine and seen speaking at Social Media Marketing World. Molly, it's great to have you on the show. How are you doing? so happy to be here. I just, I, you know this and I want the world to know this, just that you are one of my most favorite humans on the planet. And I so appreciate your friendship, even though we really only talk once a year usually. And we're changing that by being here live together. So I, I can't wait to jump in and share these strategies. Yeah, with no, I'm, I'm really looking forward. We, we have been on the same show. I think I've been on your show once at least. Times, oh, come no, two. You're right. Yeah. Two times. Because yeah. I know you do lots of One different... One was more casual. Like, yeah. uh, we were very tired at Social Media Marketing World and talking about the fear and like the way that people... Like the, the, in, the, the imposter syndrome was really that first video that we did mm, together, which... Mm. Uh, was awesome. And then we've had you on for other stuff too. So it's good to be here. Cool. Yeah. And so you're, you're, are you from California or you're certainly calling in from California? Where, where are you from originally? Yeah. So I'm in Anaheim now. I'm originally from Orange, which is just six minutes away. And I lived in New York for eight years. I did cruise ships, which uh, loving the cruise ships right now. And I'm still so grateful for the time that I had on cruise ships and uh, worked in Vegas, lived in Vegas for a little while, all as a mainly a singer and a musical theater performer. So I've been all over. Which is, which is amazing. It's one of the other things that I think is amazing. You know, not only are we, te- we, we're kind of teaching similar, but yet different things. I mean, we're not doing exactly the same thing, but we've got the same kind of background. We're both performers, you know, yeah. singing background. And you're one of the only people that I know that's in this space. Like I, you know, we've talked about this before too, that I'm mm. so a fan of 
collaboration over competition and celebrating those who teach similar things. And what I love, uh, one of the things and among many that I love about you is that you are one of the only people I know in this space who has such a strong like musical background (laughs) and singing and like that we are when we speak about live video, we talk about breathing from your diaphragm and we talk about vocal warm ups. And I don't hear many other people talking about that. So it's awesome. That's true. Well, maybe you should we should definitely have you back on the show and we can talk we can talk about vocal stuff because I have talked about that on the show, but it'd be cool to have you back on the week because I'm sure we've got similar yet a different approach to it and it's oh, I, yeah. I always like to hear different different approaches to, to things and then it's it's weird that we also both have this like and you know fascination with the tech side also i don't yes. think those two things come together very often to have this like very creative thing mixed with this nerdy tech stuff yeah. so yeah everybody who's here we're in for a treat because we love all of the things <laughs> about the strategy and all that so well I'm, I, I'm i'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say about bots as well and so that that's going to be good i've just noted we I, I shouldn't ignore our lovely people watching live so we've got gina watching from south florida we've got nora lich saying hey hey molly we've got uh, <laughs> alan is alan from Yay, quebec nora, <laughs> alan from uh, quebec and canada we've got martin buckland's the wonderful martin he's he's a great guy we met in london Yay. i think last year sometime uh, from toronto we've got someone called molly mahoney i don't know who she is uh <laughs> saying hey she's a mom who's fixing a video game for her six-year-old who just came in and asked him to fix the controller careful 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 <laughs> doing the doing, doing the multitasking again pam greenway saying hello so that's awesome if you're Yay. if you're watching the replay or just put hashtag replay if you're watching live let us know and if you've got any questions for molly we're talking all about increasing your sales and traffic through live video so when when did we first meet it probably is sometime in social media marketing world yeah i think it it might actually does this make sense that it would be five years ago yeah it probably was yeah yeah five maybe even six years ago because we actually met before i even started doing any of the thing that i'm doing right now we met when i was a singing teacher in the choir at social media marketing world very briefly yeah and uh that the year that was right before facebook live came out so we i think we met maybe even in 2015 is that right or maybe, maybe. 2016. i don't know yeah well, that's crazy 2015 was my first social media marketing world so yeah yeah and oh. yeah it's been amazing to see how you've c- progressed or exploded really in your in your career in this whole live video space since really since 2016 is when facebook live became a big thing isn't it yeah that's when it first was available so the first time i was able to do it i had to borrow my husband's iphone which was in april of 2016 that's, so, yeah yeah that's interesting crazy. because i didn't have i didn't have access to an iphone so I had to go down the OBS studio route. That was, and oh my goodness. Yeah. So there we go. Anyway, right. Well, I think, are you, I didn't tell you about this, Molly. Are you, are you ready for this? Okay. This, this is, uh, we're going to, I'm ready. Are you ready? This is a quiz. We're going to do a quiz. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> it's not, it's not a difficult quiz. These are just questions just to get to know you, okay. what you like and all this kind of stuff. So it's, 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 there's no prize, I'm afraid, but you know, it's just, the, it's just a bit of fun. So are you ready? Here we go. So, first question is, what is your favorite type of food? Brussels sprouts. (laughs) I was ready to press the other button, and then I had to kind of find the other one. That's that's, that's interesting. (laughs) Really, Brussels sprouts, or are you just being funny? I'm not being funny. Do you not know my thing about Brussels sprouts? I do not know your thing about Brussels sprouts. Oh my gosh, it's a whole strategy around Facebook Live. I'll explain it, and you'll love it. (laughs) 
but I really do love Brussels sprouts okay. and I've incorporated them into my business. And I now I've had four people send five people give me a dish towel that says every day I'm Brussels because I, of it. I did so, not know that. Brussels sprouts have actually changed my life and I do enjoy eating them as well. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about the Brussels sprouts uh, later on. I, we, we mustn't forget that. Okay. Well, I, okay. I, I, I think I know the answer to this question, which is Mac or PC. Oh, Mac. Said with such passion. Yes. And an Android, uh, Android phone. Oh, that's Mac cool. computer and Android phone. I like it. Yeah, a bit of diversity. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Your favorite kind of music. That might be a difficult one for you. Uh, yeah. So I would say either, I'd have to go back and forth between two, and this might be surprising, but either jazz or like um, singer, songwriter, folk stuff. Would you think that maybe I'd go with musical theater, but... I'm going to go with, yeah, jazz or singer-songwriter. I like that. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a bit of a jazz fan myself, so I'm, I'm with mm. that. Yeah, cool. Fab, okay, <laughs> this is, I, I always like to ask this question. So if you had to choose between a banana and a Krispy Kreme donut, what would it be? Uh, right now, if you gave me the option, I'd probably take the banana. But <gasps> if, I know, but I think that's just because I'm being like really conscious about what I'm eating while we're on this whole enjoy your time at home thing. <laughs> It's not what it's called. Enjoy your time at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you on that one. Okay. Right. Next question. I do like Krispy Kreme donuts, but I actually, wait, hold on. Can we be real about this? Because I much prefer donuts that have crispy, the Krispy Kremes are not crispy. They're like squishy. That's true. I would, if you gave me the choice of an old fashioned donut that had like the fried edges on it, whatever they call those, more like a cruller and a banana, I'd probably choose the Oh, okay. Cruller. That's interesting. <laughs> This is not what I expected, and I'm very excited about it. So this is interesting. Well, I was I was at a conference last year with Eric Fisher and Jeff C, and they mm. decided to have a bacon donut. Oh yeah, I think those are great. A good okay, idea. okay. I wasn't expecting you to say that. I was I was about to, I was thinking you were going to say that's disgusting, but maybe it's only me that thinks <laughs> it's disgusting. I don't know. Right, I think we need to move on. So your favorite kids' TV program? Oh, you know, okay. Uh, show or movie? Uh, whatever you want. Okay, so sh movie would be Kung Fu Panda 3, which I have a very specific reason for that. But for TV show, and this is one that we don't watch very often, but I need to bring it, we need to watch it more, which is um, Dot, Randy Zuckerberg's show. Do you know about this? No. Oh, no, I have heard of it, but I've not seen it. It's all about a vlogger with a vlogging kid with blue hair. And I didn't realize Randy Zuckerberg had created it. And when ah. I first saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, they made a cartoon about me. I was like, this is the best thing ever. It was like <laughs> all about creating internet content. And she's this little kid who has blue hair and it's like, nerdy and fun i'm gonna watch it tonight actually <laughs> where is it on what is it what now i don't know we have i was like just we used to watch it like a year ago okay i, no I will check we it don't out. have cable we have internet we have like internet tv yeah so. yeah same as us we, we don't have yeah. we don't have kind of normal tv anymore if that's yeah. what you call it okay favorite classical composer wc is he a classical composer? That's what I... He is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think, I, what is it? Is he like an ex, expressionist composer or something like yeah, that? Or impressionist like the, or something? The, um, it's like the... <laughs> it's like George Seurat. Like what are the, it's, not, it's impressionist. Impressionist, that that's the one. Impressionist, yeah, yeah, definitely. So there's a song we sang in high school choir that I think about all the time that went like this. Du qui l'a fait bon regarder. Something like that. I love that song. <laughs> I, I was very. I didn't expect you to do that. That's great. I, I'm trying. To, I do recognize that. What is that? What is that piece? It's called Dieu qui l'a fait mon regarder. I think. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Right. Final question. 
<laughs> Are you ready for the final question? I've done way too many videos in the past two weeks, and I think I've officially lost my mind. So I promise that I have strategies in this brain too. We're all slowly going mad. We're all at home. I love it. <laughs> We're, you know, I don't know. what the, our, our homeschooling, by the way, has been sponsored by Netflix, Disney Plus, and <laughs> the Apple App Store. We've not been doing terribly well in that department. So moving on. What is your favorite app? Oh, jeepers, creepers. <laughs> I knew um, you. My favorite app? Like, does Facebook count? Um, kind of uh, a... Not really. Um, I do really like PixArt. <laughs> tell, tell me more. What's that? <laughs> it's like a photo editing app. Okay. But you can also do videos now and GIFs ah, on it. Oh, cool. So it's cool to, like, be able to... Um, yeah, and, and it's... You know, well, actually, I would say... Tenor might be my favorite app, oh, I like it's actually a web application, because yeah. I have hijacked the internet, and I'm not sure if you know about this, but if you search for GIFs on Facebook for, like, um, Facebook business, if you use that term, or if you search for the term go live, my face will show up, and it's because of Tenor. I'm impressed. That's very good. Well, we need to you need to check that out. So let's get on. We are. Oh, we got Shane. Shane Trammell is uh, telling us off. Uh, he says, "Can we move along? Let's let's get on with it. We are going to get on with this." And Suzanne says, "Blue Hair Club." Shane, hold up. Shane, I'm going to say it is actually super important to have some fun right now. So if you're like bored by the fun, then maybe you can use some patience. <laughs> We need a bit of fun, a bit of letting our hair down. and uh, But we, it's okay. It's fine. We are now getting on with it and we are going to talk about... We are gonna and talk. I actually just dropped three nuggets in that also. Um, Brussels sprouts will change your social media engagement. So there's some stuff right yeah. there. If you, I'm just yeah. going to drop that right for you. If you go to your Facebook page and you post Brussels sprouts, yes or no, you will have more comments than you've ever had on anything possibly on your Facebook page. The other thing is in Kung Fu Panda 3, in the end of Kung Fu Panda 3... Poe realizes that it's not about teaching you to be like him. It's about teaching you to be like you. And that is why I love Kung Fu Panda 3. And that is the secret to live video. And PixArt is really awesome for editing all sorts of things that you're going to do on the Internet. So we've already had three major nuggets during that little Q&A, I would just like to say. So, so he, he, he says he says no problem with some fun and yeah I'm hashtag hashtag nigger. We, we 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 love you Shane it's okay we, you're 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 perfectly entitled to 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 tell us to move on so let's 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 talk about let's talk about this so I, I want to ask you why this seems a silly question because you know we've been doing this since 2016 but why live video I think that's a really good question I think we should keep reminding ourselves of that but what why would you say business owners should be embracing live video right now. Yeah. And right now it's a whole different situation, yeah. right? So I think one of the things that has stopped people from using live video in the past is the need to have something that's polished or put together and, you know, edited like that. But really, I mean, I keep talking about the Jimmy Kimmel, his uh, The Tonight Show. He's been doing his live or his videos all from home and like introducing his guests like this, with like a drawing by his child. So I, I mean, there's no that fear is instantly gone. So the now factor of it is that it's an, an even playing field. We're all on the in the same position, mm -hmm. which is awesome. And it really is, I think, the only the only opportunity for us to really, truly connect. Uh, I, the word authentic can get kind of old, but like for real, it's like authentically and see what's yeah. really happening with people. So we're really connecting as humans. And it's kind of like the triple threat of content. Because you can have audio. If someone wants to just set it down, they can listen. We're recording this for a podcast now also, right, Ian? 
Yeah, this is a podcast too. Yeah, so it's instantly we're setting mm. it up with ours. We're going to be launching an Alexa briefing as well oh, cool. based on our live shows. It's the, the amount of time that you're able to save in the repurposing without having to pre-record something and then edit it and do all of this. Like we're already here providing value for you and it's easy. We don't have to, there's no time, right? It just like happens in real time. Uh, you can also read it. Ian, are you actually, do you have captions on your video right now while we're live? Are you using that new caption yes. thing from... Facebook or is it something else? Is it working? It is actually, which I'm amazed by. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so this is cool. This is, yeah, just to interrupt because I'd completely forgotten that I switched this on. This is a new service, I, I believe from Facebook where you can actually switch on live captions. I don't know how good it is, but, uh, it, it looks okay. I saw Murray talk about it yesterday and I haven't had a chance to try it yet, but it looks pretty great. I, um, yeah, I'm reading it right now. It's pretty awesome. I saw at one point it had one word repeated twice, but that was it. And it said when I came to it, it had a thing that said these captions are being live generated or something, oh. which how awesome is that? Oh, that's cool. And yeah. that brings me to so cool. The triple threat factor is that if people want to have this muted <laughs> and not actually listen to me singing a French classical song, they can just get the words on the bottom so they're able to read it as well. And if you use a juicy description, people can read right there, but still pick up on your energy that's coming through the camera. Yeah, totally. I, I totally agree that, you know, the energy in front of the camera is so, so important, isn't it? Yeah. It, I mean, and, and you can see if you are, if you do the prep work to show up authentically, then really, and, and confidently, and which Ian can help you with, I can help you with, this is something that when you, uh, you're going to be attracting the people that you actually want to work with. And so it, it makes your actual delivery of your products and services even that much more easy because you haven't pretended to be something else in this like fancy polished video. You're really showing up as you. I think we get obsessed by fancy live videos. And yeah. You know, I, I okay. I've I've spent a lot of time over the years making mine look a bit more fancy, and I enjoy doing that. And but you don't have to do any of this, this stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. And you know, this is this is fun and it, and it's engaging. I hope that that's why I'm doing it. And it also is great in terms of I can make it this into a podcast. But you don't have to do that. In fact, sometimes we so we we are church uh, live streamed for the first time a couple of oh, yeah, weeks I saw ago. It, oh, so you great. did. And you know what's so beautiful yeah. about it? So the, the last week we had we had somebody coming in doing the prayers. She was in her 70s. She'd never really used this technology before, but she was doing that. Somebody coming in doing the readings. It was just, it was just so, uh, what would I say? It was like really intimate and beautiful and it uh, wasn't like high tech yeah. stuff. So I think we can get overly excited sometimes or, or concerned or worried. Sometimes the tech, I don't know if you think this, Molly, but sometimes the tech can actually stop us from going live or, or we can use that as an excuse to, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I've started saying that if you're worried about the gear, that is the fear. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it can, if, for those people who think it's fun and it's cool, and I like love all the stuff that you do with your videos. And I, you know, I love using tools to make them look a little fancier also. But we launched our whole program with just a phone and a Facebook group. And in three months of using just live video and a PayPal account to launch this program, we did $50,000 in sales. And I had not one fancy thing. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really so, important. So to say that yeah. you, you don't need high-tech stuff. When I f did my first course, the OBS Studio course, I was overthinking it. And and then I realized, actually, do you know what? I could just bung like 12 YouTube videos on a, on a website uh, and password protect it and then get people to pay me on PayPal and then give yeah. them the password. And totally. the, my, there was a voice in my head screaming, no, you can't do that. That's really bad. But it didn't matter. People bought it and it did really well. So yeah. 
Yeah, we, we can overcomplicate things. So we, we've got some great comments here. So actually Shane, Shane's talking about, we were talking about podcasts. He was saying he wants to not only do live video, but for the podcast, me and my son just did our first mm -hmm. video podcast. And yeah, I mean, live video is great for podcasting. The only thing you've got to be aware of, obviously with video, when you're showing things, you obviously have to describe things for your podcast, your your listeners as well. And Shane's asking, you know, what tech am I using? I'm, I'm using, yeah, I'm actually using StreamYard and Ecamm Live at the same time, which I would wouldn't necessarily recommend, but it's it's good fun. So can we just? I just want to ask you about that. Mm. So because I love Ecam as well, because uh, I don't I don't talk about it as often because I have a Mac and I know not everybody has a Mac, so I know you can't use Ecam on other things. But the format of this, where you're doing the text and all of that, is that what you're using for Ecam? Like the way you've set it up, or is that? Yeah, so 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 the, the the overlays that you see. So obviously, if you're listening to this, you won't be able to see this. But I've got different overlays, yeah. uh, and I'm being able to change the scenes using. I've got a stream deck here, so I'm doing all of that in Ecamm Live because I think it's one of the most powerful and flexible tools, which is great. And so, like when you yeah. switched to having, which obviously in the podcast you couldn't see this, but when he was doing the intro, he had the yeah. the Streamyard. Uh, you know, website behind you on the green screen that was through Ecamm. That yeah, that's all, that, all right? through. That's all through Ecamm. But then yeah. the, the Ecamm Live has a, what's called a virtual cam, virtual webcam. So you can basically mm -hmm. what I'm seeing here on my screen that gets can get output into any other app that uses a webcam. So I then load up StreamYard and I use the virtual webcam to, uh, as my camera in StreamYard, and that allows me then to multicast to all these different platforms and manage the comments. And that's one of the big things at the moment. You know, you can use different tools, but they don't always show the comments. So it's not perfect, but it's it's pretty good. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about the virtual camera thing a lot, actually, because I love that with like with Zoom, you can use a virtual camera. So I use the eyeglasses by Ecamm all the time, which I love. So I can do little fun filters and things, but I never... I didn't realize that Ecamm creates a virtual camera that you can then share other places also. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig Ab it. Absolutely. Oh, look at this. So that's cool. Right. Well, we've got loads of other questions. Shane, um, I will get back to you on you. You've got asking some really great questions about podcasting and I will get back to you on that. That's really awesome. We've got Eileen Smith is here. Wonderful to see you on, watching on YouTube. Great to, great to see you. So we've talked about why, why live video. Can you remember the first time that you went live and did you feel nervous? Did you did you feel that kind of kind of funny fluttering of your in your tummy before oh, you went yeah. live? Yeah. Definitely. And I I remember the first time that I went live on Periscope, actually. And oh my gosh, it was like the worst thing ever. Um, I was in an Uber with my husband and I didn't know how to use it. And I remember that I <laughs> I literally like turned it on and I gave like a a a business card. I was like, my name is Molly Mahoney. I have a company called Never Prepared Performer. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was really bad. And my husband was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just, bleh. but uh, you know, once Facebook live came out, I had some more business savviness. <laughs> and I actually, in my masterclass where I teach people how to use live video, I have a picture of my very first live video on Facebook. So I know exactly where I was. I was sitting at my piano. At that point, I was still teaching singing lessons and it was, I had to use his phone. So on an iPhone, the white balance was so crazy. So I'm like really washed out. And I was, I think the very first time I used it on, on Facebook, I was more excited than anything. But the first time I did it on my business page, I was terrified because mm. <laughs> all of a sudden the stakes were higher and I was worried nobody was going to show up or it was going to flop and all this stuff. And yeah, I mean, we could get more into what happened from that, but. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it's interesting. I think there is this, there is a real correlation or the emotion of excitement and fear. They're kind of almost the same thing. Excited and scared. You know, the, the, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's this kind of like, <laughs> I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's a professional oboist, obo, oboe player, and he was saying that, yeah, the emotions of excitement and fear are pretty much the same. They're, they're very, very similar. Yeah, I heard. I don't know if you know my awesome friend and glam member, Jerry Ann. She's Facebook community leader. And she said something to me, which she heard somebody else say. She couldn't remember who it was that said it. But I loved this idea because I've heard of the excite, excited and scared thing before. But she said, what if fear was anticipation? Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. really what I think it yeah. is more than excitement. Like the feeling is the same, but it's that feeling of like, you know, the night before Christmas or it's it's that feeling of like what's going to happen of a first date of that kind of thing. It's a fear and it's anticipation, which I love. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That's a really good way of looking at it. So yeah. have you had any disasters and, and in Facebook Live or any live video, in fact, and how what did you learn from that experience? Okay, do you know about my one, I had one disaster that was the most awful I've ever heard of anyone experiencing on live video. Actually, have you seen the woman who on that Zoom call, there's like a, a video that's been going around of a woman on a Zoom call who doesn't realize she's on camera. <laughs> no, I haven't <laughs> seen that. I haven't seen that. Oh, that one was worse than what happened to me, I think. But she actually takes the Zoom, her desktop or her laptop with her into the restroom and sets it on the floor. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you see her pull down her pants and sit on the toilet while she is on a Zoom call. And you can see the other people. Like, there's nothing actually that, like, I would show it to my kids. It's like not, it's not, um, I mean, it's inappropriate, but it's not inappropriate, inappropriate. But she, you can see there's other people on the call, like the host who doesn't know what's happening. So they're just talking and don't see it. But other people on the call start to see it, but they're muted. So they're like waving their hands, like covering their face. Trying to get it to stop. And the woman like realizes it at the very end. And you can see that she slams. She like, because all you can see are her ankles. And like the side of the toilet. And then you see the whole thing like shut down because she realizes what's happening. Oh, no. <laughs> so I didn't do that. But <laughs> I did have an experience. It was awful. I was it was actually when I first launched our camera confidence program. And I went live every day for 30 days in our Facebook group teaching these little bite sized tips. And I had this new selfie stick. Usually I used a tripod, but I had a new selfie stick and I thought, oh, this is such a great idea. I just, it was really cute and it was white with gold polka dots on it. And I just wanted to use the cute selfie stick. Unfortunately, didn't have a head that actually turned the right way. So I had to hold it on my shoulder as I was doing the live video. Like, what was I thinking? So <laughs> I was teaching one of my favorite ninja tricks, which is how to change your thumbnail on your personal page on Facebook. And so I was explaining how to do this and I had the thing there and I was explaining this little trick that I have about it. And out of nowhere, my phone fell out of the selfie stick and it landed on the floor shooting up my skirt. <laughs> no. And I don't know if you know, like, uh, you know this, Ian, but if you're watching this and we've never met before, I have a very G-rated brand. Like, I used to teach kids. I have a really, like, family, like, do not cuss on my show. There is nothing. So I, like, looked down and luckily I was wearing, I was getting ready to go to a networking event and I had on this skirt that had crinoline underneath it. So I was wearing like a 50 <laughs> skirt with crinoline because I'm a crazy person, but, <laughs> but it turned out to be a good thing. So all I looked down, all I could see was like the ruffles of the crinoline and my feet, right? And I was like, ah! so I screamed, I jumped back. I am dying, like mortified. I pick up the phone and I'm like crying. I'm laughing so hard. And there were people there live with me, right? So I was like, oh my gosh, like you have to tell me how bad that was. Like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Do I keep going? 
thing. I, you know, I thought I could just keep this going forever and then no one would be able to rewind back to that point. Um, I ended up pulling it together somehow. As soon as it ended, I rewound that spot. I took a screenshot of it and sent it to my mom. Like, how bad is this? And she was like, it's not actually even that bad. Like, it was kind of like the big Lebowski when he's like going through everybody, all the legs, you know, it was like lots of leg, but it was actually fine. So I took it as a moment that if I could live through that, literally you could live through anything and use a tripod (laughs) yes absolutely oh my goodness you know because the thing is if that kind of thing happens to me you know uh, or or many people you you know i think i would probably want to give up i would probably want to totally but you didn't you kept going and and yeah people are watching what are what are some of the maybe embarrassing times they've had and you know we've all We've all had them, some worse than others, but, you know, we keep going. Amanda Joe says, you should see some of the exercise videos that Facebook gives me for my exercise videos. You know, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, totally. it's, yeah, it's a, it's a mad world. So let's move on. You've mentioned in your bio talking about authentic video, so fa- authentic Facebook content. And I just wanted to ask you, yeah. you know, what do, what do you mean? What do we mean? Because authenticity, you mentioned this before, it's, maybe it's an overly used word now, but you know, what does it mean yeah. to create authentic Facebook live content? And why does it matter? And this is true for your content across all platforms too, right? Not only Facebook Live, but everything that you're doing, people want to know that you're really who you are. Like, And they, they, you know, when something is a little too fake, like put on, a lot of people are turned off by that. So the, the thing is, though, is that in order for something to be quote unquote authentic is that you have to actually know who you are in order to show up mm. how you are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And I think that's one of the things that so often people are missing is that they don't even know who they are. Even people who have crazy successful businesses get so worried about this stuff because they're like, what if I mess up? But what if you mess up? Like, I know if I mess up, I am going to be me through that mess up and I'm going to be able to show you that I'm a human being. So it's going to be okay. And that's changed things for me across Mm. everything that I do, not only in live video. So there's a strategy that I have that I developed back when I was auditioning because it's similar for actors that you have to show up as a human if you want to be able to step into a role of somebody else. That's yeah. true. So yeah. being authentic is so important because if you want your audience to actually buy your products or work with you, you want them to know the real you because if they then sign up with you and they realize that the person they've been watching on your on the Facebook Live videos is someone completely different, they're going to want their money back, aren't they? Well, yeah. Or you're going to end up, I always talk about the fact that you're going to end up having to try and pretend that you're somebody else in your program. And when something does happen, like, you know, like your kid walks in in the middle of your, your video and <laughs> yeah. you know, a coaching call and hands you a remote control or a whatever video game controller. <laughs> yeah. You want them to be understanding of that when something does happen, that's real, because otherwise you're setting yourself up for a seriously stressful life. So I think also it's helpful for us, like for people to know that it's, a, that it's doable, because if we were so You know, people want to work with someone who's just a few steps ahead of them. If they're so far ahead, it can be very intimidating and they're not going to want to purchase from you because it seems like it's unattainable. That's a really good point. Absolutely. And the other thing is, it's so easy to compare ourselves with other people as well. So we Mm. we should never do that. We we need to be ourselves. But we, all of us have got different energy levels. But I think when we do our live video, we need to be ourselves, but we probably do want to put more energy into it. So I'm putting more energy. Mm. I'm still myself, but I'm putting more energy into this than I would be maybe if I was just speaking to Helen, my, my wife downstairs, you know, you know, it has to be a bit more energy. Otherwise people are going to fall asleep. I, I once had someone, 
uh, some of you know because you saw this thing. I did this thing called the pitch fixer, and we had to pitch for we had like a minute or two minutes to pitch our business. This was like about a year ago. And I the whole thing was being live streamed. So some of you may have actually been there. We had lots of people from our community who were watching this live and he didn't know anything about me. And so he brought me on and I did this thing that was, you know, usually I think actually today right now I may have a little less energy than I do in on video. And so he was trying to get me to like take it down a notch. <laughs> And so what he said was, and, and it was funny because the people who are in our community know that I actually have more energy than this in real life. So they were like, what are you doing? Like, don't hold her hand. They were like freaking out as he was trying to get me to have less energy. He since sent me an amazing, we're good friends now. And he sent me an amazing video. Like if I had known what I was dealing with, I probably would have handled that differently. <laughs> but he said, can you just like talk to me as if, let's say you're trying to get your kids to clean the room. Like, and you're just like talking to your kids, wanting them to clean the room. What would you do? And I said, I'd probably go, okay, boys, we're going to play a game. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, well, you're for real. Like that's how much energy you actually have. (laughs) I was like, yeah, (laughs) I know. So it's important though, to be able to, to have your own bring your own energy and elevate it a little bit, like whatever that means. It may mean for me that I need to like streamline it so that it's not totally psycho. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely want to have an elevated sense of your you-ness. Yeah, I I like that. I like that. That's really good. So I want to talk about bots because I, I, I need, I think I need some help here because So I've got an admission for you in that I could never, I've never really managed to get that enthusiastic about bots. And I know this is really bad because you're so into bots. Especially with how techy you are. I know, I know, I know. I don't, I don't know what went wrong along the way, but so, so bots, maybe, maybe kind of explain first of all, what are bots in in the context of, of live video and do they still work? Should we be looking down this road? I mean, give us a, yeah, yeah, let us know. Okay. Yeah. So what they are, it's an automated mess. It's a way to automate messenger on your business page on Facebook. And so I want to be really clear that as we're talking about ways to drive traffic and sales, one of the most important things that you can do is to build relationships. And right now, the only way to do that is either through the internet or through a phone call. So that's true. this is why it's even more important because you can't actually go to a coffee shop and connect with people. Maybe if you're watching this in the replay, you can. But it's still the the thing that happens, you know, for a lot of us is that it becomes impossible to be able to scale those one on one relationships without losing our mind. Right. So at some point, you're going to have too many relationships that you're trying to build and you're not going to be able to keep up. And so I never like to use these automated messenger conversations to replace human interaction. It's to take it to a certain level so that a human can step back in. And so our favorite way to do this is that you can actually be on your business page on the book of the face. And when people give you a certain response below the video, the bot will respond automatically. And then it'll ask you like, Hey, did you want the the notes from today's show? Click this button and we'll send them to you. And at that point, you can get people to be subscribed to your messenger on your business page, similarly to how you would with an email, but it's all through Facebook. And for us, it's been a real game changer lately because you're only allowed to send messages. Facebook has changed the rules recently. You're only allowed to send messages to your subscribers with two reasons. One is if they have interacted with your page within 24 hours. And the other is if they fall into these categories that Facebook has determined. One of those categories is confirmed event reminders. 
And so you can actually send a bot broadcast, which means a message that's sent through Messenger to thousands of people if they have confirmed that they want to be reminded about your live show. And I mean, the open rates on Messenger are around 80 percent, where email is around 20 percent. So the possibility there is just crazy. Actually, oh, my gosh, Ian. I have to show you. I need to get uh, like screenshots of this, but I have a friend, a client. He's also my vocal coach who is one of the top vocal coaches in New York. And he has some activity on his Facebook page, but it's not bananas. He launched a messenger bot last week that has brought in, oh my gosh, so many subscribers, comments, engagement is like out of control on his Facebook page. I'm actually going to look at the numbers right now. All he did, he created a March Madness like grid. Do you know what that is? I didn't know what it was because no. I helped him create it, but I hadn't. OK, it's like a basketball. I guess this is what you do with basketball. You have like the teams that are going to play with each other. And then when they win, there's like a smaller amount of teams. And then when they win, I don't know what that thing's called. Have you heard of that kind of a thing before? It's like starts out with a lot of things. No. And then as they win, they narrow down. He's like, no. <laughs> I'll probably do, but yeah, maybe my bra- it's, it's late in the evening. My brain's probably not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he had people vote. So they commented below a post. They got sent access to be able to vote. And he listed every show, like from the past several years inside these little things. So it was like, and it was the shows that didn't win Tony Awards. And it was like, we're going to find who the show, win- who the winner should have been. And we're going to find the best show out of all the non-Tony Award winning shows. And so he's done eight separate posts with this as it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And it is crazy the way that people are now seeing like at turning his page to see first he's bringing in because he can't he's teaching some voice lessons on Zoom, but he can't have people in his studio right now. And he is filling his page with engagement and community and people are sharing it and talking about him simply because he gave them a way to have fun online. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, there's so many ways that we can use this tool and, oh my gosh, I'm looking at his thing right now and he's brought in, yeah, like 200 subscribers in the past few days just by giving them a chance to have fun. That is amazing. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, no, you've convinced me. It's really knowing where to start and and coming back to having a strategy, isn't it? Shane says, interesting. So he he says, I I agree with this. He says, omni-channel is key. Bots are awesome, but remember, email's not dead. And I I think you would agree with that. Am I right? You can can send people over to your list from bots using using tools like ManyChat. It's super important. And we are consistently bringing people to our email community and then also to a text messaging community. So we've had... People, once they say they want to be reminded about our shows via messenger, we say, great. And would you like to receive a text reminder too? And then they can enter their phone number in there and then it sends them to the text reminders. So like today, I don't believe I didn't send out a messenger bot broadcast because we've been doing a lot of videos lately. So I'm trying to be careful on how often I send that out. But I did send the text message broadcast out uh, and an email broadcast. So we want to make sure we don't own Facebook. Who knows? Like. Your whole page could disappear tomorrow for no reason because of some glitch. So we always want to be bringing people off of the platform. Yeah, that's really good. Really good. Mandy Joe says, Molly is awesome at doing a bot where you can get the text and email along with Facebook Messenger. And Shane also says, uh, I've used your bot. I love it. So we've got a lot. You've got a lot of fans here today, which is cool. So uh, before the break, we're actually going. um, This is a longer show than normal, but that's that's cool. As long as you're okay, Molly. And your your kids are not climbing the walls too much. <laughs> well, we have a man cave with a video with oh, okay. an Xbox in it, and that's where they are right now. Well, so. that's good. That's good. We we all need a 
bit of that. So when it comes to the whole topic of driving more traffic and sales from live video, I mean, obviously this is this is a huge a huge area. Where, where would you start? If somebody wants to broadcast a series of live videos, but they're wanting to actually create sales, grow the, grow the traffic, what would you say? Yeah. And so I want to start, this is so great. And I, I have a new framework for this actually that I've only been sharing for the past week or so, because I think a lot of people are, are realizing like, whoa, this is something that my business actually should look at where they in the past had not thought that it was right for them. Also, my friend Tobin said this recently. He said that right now, all of us are a startup again because we are living in a completely different world at this moment, right? Everything has changed. And even if your offer is exactly the same, Mm -hmm. your client, your potential client is experiencing the world in a different way than they were before. So it's important for all of us to reassess this. So before you even get to the video piece, you've got to do some foundational work on your own stuff. So the first thing is know you as a human, The second thing is know who your client is. And if you're not quite sure, maybe your client is like, you're not sure where that's going to be. Start with like, where are you the most connected right now in an online community? Because that may be your first opportunity to find clients. Then you've got to look at before you think about what you're selling right now, you have to look at what problems they're experiencing. And and this is going to help you not only to get to the sales piece, but also just to start creating content that actually solves their problems. So once you do that, then you start to look at, okay, what solutions do I have? And these are both product-based solutions, but also right now, this is an awesome time for us to show up and solve problems for our our community. Mm. So what non-product-based solutions? And then after that is where you'll actually think about going live. So we have a whole system that we call the 3VO, which is you do a value video on your business page every week, weekly at the same exact time. And you do three value videos a week and then one offer. So one webinar, masterclass, something where you are driving traffic to it. You're presenting loads of value that people can actually put into action. And then you're graciously offering the opportunity to work with you. I like that graciously. And, and for a lot of people, like I've seen, we have, a, we have a client who has a tanning salon and they started doing live sales from inside the tanning salon with product that they had for sale in the lobby. Wow. So you could do a live sale all the time, like those kind of product based um, like e-commerce sales. You could be doing way more often than just like a one time masterclass once a month or something like that. That's amazing. So don't just start live video without thinking about having a plan. You need to you need to have some products. Have you actually got some products to sell? That's the first thing. And, you know, think about the strategy. You know, I joke, but actually I have to admit this was a problem for me when I first started. I I mm. just went live because I was enjoy. I enjoyed the tech. And and then I thought, oh, I need to have something here because people are asking me loads of questions about live video, but I don't have a product. And at the same time as moving house, uh, that's when I came up with my my first course. And yeah, yeah I, I learned my lesson that way. Well, I didn't learn my lesson because then I I kind of procrastinated too long after that. But you know, we we yeah, you you need to have you need to have a you need to have a plan. Definitely. And and if you don't have a course, like know that live video can be your product. Like we had, I don't know if you know Matt and Joe of the Hustle and Flowchart podcast, but what they do is so brilliant. And we have a we have a whole program called Sell It First, which is basically what you did. Like you're solving problems, see what your people want, and then create something for them. And what they do with their live videos is they are actually they just started doing live video, which is super awesome. But this is what they do with their podcast. They have show notes that go with the podcast and then you get them for free for two weeks and then they disappear. And if you want access Uh, to those show notes going forward, you have to join their membership. It's super affordable. I actually have it right here because they were just on my show, but they send out this whole thing. They have someone who turns the show into notes. And it's like I was telling them yesterday that I'm so impressed by my own because this I bought it and I was 
I didn't expect that the first one that I got would actually have my show in it, which was kind of a surprise and kind of fun. But, it, you know, when you go into this, you actually I, I was surprised by how smart I was. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I had lots of value. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Look, it's got this whole thing like, wow. wow. And then they have sponsors for it and they have a six figure or seven figure business all based on this affiliate marketing and then a few other ways that they help people to leverage this in their own business. Wow. That, that is amazing. And I, I think that's actually a really good point to bring in my next sponsor, which is all about content repurposing. So that's pretty handy. I love it. So I want to bring in, I want to talk about Content 10X and I thank Amy and the team at Content 10X for sponsoring this podcast pretty much, and, and the live show, pretty much from the start. They are experts in content repurposing and they provide a full end-to-end content repurposing service. So they'll take a piece of content. It could be your live video. And one of the great things about live video is once you've planned it and you go live, you've created this piece of content that is so quick and easy to produce. So they'll take that and they will explode it across the interwebs in a plethora of different content, whether that's blog posts, podcast episodes, videos, social media images, all that kind of thing. And this helps you reach new audiences and saves you time so that you can focus on building your business. So if you want to do it yourself, you can do. They've got loads and loads of information about this on their blog. They've got a podcast. They've got a book now, Content 10X. This is Amy's written this amazing book, and it's packed with great advice and all things content repurposing. And of course, they can do it for you as well if you don't have the time and you'd rather get other people to do it. So all you need to do is just go to content10x.com. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Fab. So content repurposing is, that is, is pretty awesome. Good. And that's one of our, our favorite things mm. is the fact that we're now going back to content from like two, three years ago yeah. and starting to repurpose that now. So I love that you like once you show up and start creating it and you're ready to have some to bring on a team like that or, you know, start to do it yourself, like you can go back to the stuff that you did in the beginning. You just have to show up. You do. You need to show up and you need to just press that button. Obviously, you need to plan and you need to you need to yeah. turn up regularly. That was the, one of the things that I said I was going to do last year. I was I was going to go live every week. I was going to have the podcast every week. And yeah, yeah. that's important. <laughs> so, any other thoughts on driving more traffic and sales with live video? I mean, any other things that we need to be thinking about? Yeah, so I think that consistency is really mm. important. And right now, it's, it's really speaking to the problems that people are experiencing and recognizing that people... People want education, they want motivation, they want entertainment. There's so many things that you can deliver with live video, accountability. You know, there's there's so much that can can be a, a solution. Mm -hmm. And I love, I actually just saw Jay Abraham on a on a live show this morning, and he shared something that I thought was so great. And this is something that we use to come up with content ideas, but he was using it to come up with product ideas. So if you're in a place where you don't know what the heck to sell, and maybe you are a dentist who can't deliver your services or people are not coming in as often because, you know, it's not possible right now. What he said is look at your clients and see. And this is one thing we use for content creation and also finding like guests and power partners or JV partners. Your product is here and look at what they buy before they work with you. Look at what they buy after they work with you and look at what they buy during the time that they work with you and see maybe you need to make a little shift right now in what you're delivering. So maybe your product can't be sold right now, but there's something that your people would still benefit from that you mm. could actually monetize. And I just, I love that idea. And I think even if you're not going to create a new product like that, sign up for an affiliate program. Like we have an affiliate program that people can sell our stuff and make 40% off of our, our programs 
and they don't have to do anything to deliver. That's awesome. Yeah. So affiliate stuff is is really good. And I think it's these little micro pivots. So actually using your yeah. your live show and then listening to your audience, you know, sometimes they'll say things that may hurt occasionally and you may have to change things and maybe they're not buying mm-hmm. your products and you think, oh, well, what other, what other place can you actually really listen to your audience and, and they can have full yeah. access to you? I love it. Well, I think we're at the end. Unfortunately, all, all good things have to come to an end, unfortunately. How can people find out a little bit more about you? And I know that you've got you've got an amazing program, well, lots of things that people can find out more about. So what's the be- where's the best place to get people yeah, to go to? So if you go to molly.live slash Ian, you will actually get access to so many things. So you'll see if you want to learn more about bots, you can actually meet our messenger bot, MollyBot. You click on that, it'll open in Messenger. You can grab our video content planner, which gives you a printable workbook, basically, that you'll be able to brainstorm your content ideas. There's a live video checklist in there so that you can get started with that. And even though I said, you know, if it's about the gear, it's really the fear. We do have a tool, software and gear list on there as well. And if you want more information about how to work with us or, you know, our favorite tools, you can actually find all of it on there. So it's pretty awesome. And it's molly.live. That's actually the website slash Ian. That's cool. I think I've got it on the screen. Oh, I did have it just yeah, there. You did. It, it took me ages to try and type that in and get the right colors because it wasn't working. But there we go. <laughs> so molly.live slash Ian. Thank you so much for putting that together. That's that's awesome. Well, thank you, Molly. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really don't take that for granted. The show notes for this will be at iag.me forward slash 51. That's iag.me slash 51. And as, as we said, if you want to find out more about Molly, just go to molly.live forward slash Ian. That's I-A-N. I know there are different spellings of Ian, but there we go. I, I'm the right way. But uh, thanks, Molly. Until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits using Confident Live video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Molly Mahoney helped me sell my courses and stuff.